Coming to you from the heart of the heartland, you're listening to Life Chat, a podcast designed to help independent agents make life easy. It's important to note the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of EMC National Life. Now it's time to get things started. Let's join our life insurance team. Hello, welcome to Life Chat. I'm Kurt Till. And I'm Rob Oxenford. And I am Chad Waller. Today we're going to be talking about building bridges, and I don't mean structures that go over water. What I'm talking about (laughs) when we say building bridges are relationships, things that agents can do to develop relationships, to gain referrals, to obtain retention of policies. So it's a relationship business. That's what we're going to be talking about today. I wanted to start off with an interesting stat that I heard some time ago, and I apologize, I do not know... The source of this stat, I cannot remember it, but it was staggering and it stuck in my head. What I heard was that the average individual will purchase life insurance seven times during their lifetime. What? Seven times. Seriously? Yep. Yep. But what was really startling about that, Kurt, is that they're going to buy it from six different people. So when I heard that, I was like, wow, we as agents, we uh, we have some work to do. We have some opportunity. That is just crazy. Six different people. Six agents. Yeah. I mean, what it relays to to me is the fact that... Imagine pe- if that agent had had a relationship with that person. <laughs> well, imagine that. Mm-hmm. But what it boils down to is they're buying from the people that are asking. And so what I was thinking is, what if every time that we were hungry, we wanted a hamburger, we bought a hamburger from a different location? We bought one from McDonald's, one from Burger King, one from somewhere else. If that happened, if everybody did that, there wouldn't be any brand loyalty. Mm -mm. I mean, we all have our preferred beverage. Say, if the hamburger wasn't very good, I might do that, though. True. (laughs) (laughs) True. But, like, we always have, we all have our preferred beverage, and we tend Mm -hmm. to be brand loyal. So, when I heard this stat, I got to thinking, what are we doing as agents to make sure that our clients are brand loyal to us? Mm Mm-hmm. And it boils down to relationships. And I think a lot of that kind of, when I hear someone's purchasing it seven times, that means that seven points in their life they needed life insurance. And when I hear six different agents, it means, first thing that pops in my head is I don't know if there's that uh, follow-up after the sale. You know, are you doing annual reviews? Are you reaching out several times a year with a newsletter or something like that to at least keep top of mind? Because when I hear that, it makes me think that life event comes. And kind of like you said, whoever asked, whoever the closest person when they need it is one they bought from. So why aren't they buying it from me seven times? Because that's really ultimately what I want. Because that's amazing. Yeah, and what I was thinking of in that regard too, and, and you just mentioned it, is life insurance has to be sold. We understand that. You have to ask. It's a product that does not necessarily sell itself. But what are we doing as far as an agency? Are we running our agencies as sales organizations? Mm -hmm. And the inclination is to say, well, yes, of course we are. That's how we survive, by sales. But what I'm getting at here is many agencies really need to be run as a service Mm -hmm. organization. You need to delve into that relationship with your client. You need to get to know them. You need to know what their wants are, what their needs are, and how you as the agent can then help fill those needs. So don't get so hung up on the sale that you're not 
delivering the service. Mm-hmm. Make sure your your customer is brand loyal to your agency. Because I could see, the way I see it is, um, you know, especially when you have someone who has a PNC agency, a lot of that service is a big thing because you need to retain that client. That client is making monthly payments and so on. And sometimes on the life side, I think it does come to that mindset of transactional. You know, I sold the life, boom. Okay, I'll see you if you ever need it again. But if they're not calling you again, it tells me that you do need to do those things. You start need to make it a service set, doing the reviews, looking for other lines to sell, things like that. It's like thinking of it as a marathon, not a sprint. Exactly. Just because you put Mm -hmm. that life policy in in place at that moment doesn't mean kids, Mm -hmm. marriage, buying houses. Which most people are going to go through at some point. Absolutely. You know? Oh, yeah. Life is always changing. I mean, people move in, they move out, they change careers. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's it's not a, a uh, it's a dynamic environment. Mm-hmm. It's constantly changing. Well, because like sometimes you even ask someone, they're like, oh, hey, you know, do you have life insurance? And they're like, yeah. Well, how much? Well, I, I bought it years ago. Okay, then we probably really do need to talk <laughs> about this because just because you have a $20,000 policy you got as a little kid probably isn't going to pay for what your family needs right now, right. you know? So it goes back to the relationship. Mm-hmm. Do you know that client? How yeah. well do you know that client? Mm-hmm. Which I think also nice thing is if you do have that, if you are keeping on top of it, you know, I don't know how many times I end up referring someone just because I just had a conversation with them. Like, oh, yeah, you should call so-and-so the realtor. Or you should call so-and-so because I just talked to them and they did a great job. And I think on the life side, it's the same thing. If I've earlier that day met my life agent, that night I'm at dinner, I'm like, oh, hey, you, know, you should call my life guy. He'll probably help you out too, and then kind of starts off there and going into more and more. I think the more you're in front of them, the more conversations you're having, the more business, not only from that client, but all their friends, coworkers, everyone's going to be coming in from that. So basically what you're working on there now are the referrals. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves a referral. Kind of almost free money. <laughs> <laughs> Especially that when, you're, when your client's working for you to send people your way, it's exactly that. Which is amazing. It's anything I can get for free, I'm all on board. Oh, nothing's free. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying you got to work for it, but. <laughs> you, like, you did work for that referral. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. You planted the seed there, which got you the Reaping referral to the come benefit in. Now. Yes. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So here's the question, though. When you're looking for that referral, though, I think it's really interesting is if you can really track back where that referral came from and then. Strengthen that relationship by reaching out to that person. Said, hey, by the way, I end up talking to, you know, Kurt. By the way, Chad, thank you for sending Kurt my way. I really appreciate that. I hope I can do everything for Kurt that I did for you and make them as happy as a client as I did you. You know, I think that even strengthens that relationship even more. Shows gratitude towards that referral. So when you guys were agents, Mm -hmm. um, how did you guys get referrals? Well, I usually locked the client in my office. (laughs) I did the same thing. I only did that like 15 times. (laughs) I think referrals are going to come naturally. I I got a lot of referrals basically just from providing good service to the current client that I was with. Uh, You know, people like to talk. People like to talk about good things, but they actually talk more about bad things. Mm -hmm. So if you provide good service, word's going to get around. If you provide poor service, word will definitely get around. Oh, yeah. So... You know, just cultivate the seed for a referral, too. Um, talk to your clients. You know, you seem to be happy with what I've done here. If you would, you know, let your, your friends know, I would appreciate that as well. Mm-hmm. 
Do you think there's any value uh, to doing, say, the way of kind of keeping in front of the client of doing something about like a uh, either a drip email campaign or like a newsletter or something like that? So not only you're positioning yourself as a bit more of an expert, but also your name's popping up again and again and again. So when they do have a friend that has a baby or do have a friend that buys a house that they're just very like, hey, you know, actually two days ago I just got this newsletter about someone buying a house and needing life. You should call this person. I got my life through them. And I think it's 50-50. Mm-hmm. I find that some people are good at it. Some people aren't. Um, it's almost like a numbers game at that point. The yeah. more you do it. The more people are, it's almost like real estate agents. Oh, like sure. Why do people yeah. pick that real estate agent? But then you kind of look around town and mm-hmm. that person's name is in the front yard and seven out of every 10 houses you see. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think taking advantage of tickler files or, or periodic mailings to your current client base is, is a good idea. Mm-hmm. You, well, to use the realtor analogy again, it, it's visual hmm. reminders that you were there that you can provide a service for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like that idea. Mm-hmm. Do you think that is building relationships, though? I don't think it's building relationships, but you're mm-hmm. staying in front. Yeah. I think that's more what it is. Mm. You're still there. You're still out there. Yeah. Because really, I guess, kind of what you were talking about earlier, that's not really, yeah, you're staying in front, but I guess it's really not building a relationship or adding like a value to that client unless they're realizing, oh, I should probably get a policy on this and so on and so on. It's building a relationship, but on a minor scale. Mm. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I take that back. Yeah, kind of is. And I'll go back to real estate again, Mm -hmm. uh, just because I'm dealing with a lot of it right now. (laughs) Um, Our real estate agent, she's always sending mailers, you know, like when winter time comes, she'll send like, oh, reminder, do this, you know, turn off your water faucet, unscrew your your hoses, things like that, Mm -hmm. Uh, spring cleaning type deals. Yeah. when uh, May Day comes around, she mm-hmm. comes and puts uh, things at our front door. She always brings an Easter basket for the kids, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. And, and how often do you buy a house? Mm-hmm. Well, and, and that's the thing, too. I, the, I've heard studies, too, where people will buy, say, three houses in their life, and they won't use the same agent every time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting how sometimes we do those transactions, and we might even remember that I've got a policy with, you know, EMC, but I don't remember who, I, who my agent well, was. Well, because she did that. Mm-hmm. This will be the second house we've bought from her. Oh! She sold our house. Mm-hmm. She also sold my parents' her house, uh, their house that they bought. She sold it to them. That's an, Okay, so that just goes right down to it. Now, here's the thing, though. Would that be considered retention? Because you're just coming back time and time and time again. No, I'd say, well, I mean, yeah, it is retention, but it's also a relationship because yeah. we know her, we've been around her, we know how she works. Mm-hmm that I would refer my parents to her. Mm-hmm. And anybody who asks me where we live about real estate, I'm like, yeah, go talk to So that's a big thing. I guess like kind of back to what you said before when we kind of did the intro there, Chad, was that the relationship is really going to be building into all these things. Right. So, it's mm-hmm. the foundation. Yeah. And I know we're here to talk about life insurance and I keep talking about real estate, but it's the <laughs> same deal. Business, no, no, business no. relationship. They're very similar. Hey, right. if you've ever been to a, a chamber of a commerce, there's going to be full of realtors and, and insurance, insurance agents. agents right. yeah. <laughs> the two people. And, and chiropractors. <laughs> yes, exactly. Chiropractors. Always there. Always there. <laughs> but I think that that thing is anytime we're dealing with clients is that we have these clients who have oodles of options you know rarely do you find where you're just the one insurance person in town and if you are competing against other ones it's going to be all three of those things um, from a relations standpoint are going to really hinge on whether or not you're successful right i feel mm-hmm. 
So you obtained a client, you have sold them their PNC needs, you've got their house, their cars, that type of a thing. You've developed or are starting to develop a relationship. What you need to do then is continue to ask. You build upon that because relationship leads to retention and retention leads to a successful agency. Um, just some statistics. Individuals that buy a standalone auto, mm -hmm. the chances of that auto still being in an agency one year from purchase date is maybe about 50%, oh, a yeah. standalone auto. People are going to shop that all the time, every time they get a renewal notice. Um, but if you pair that with their home, the retention rate goes up. If you add life insurance to that as well, the retention rate really goes up, upper 80%. Oh, wow. So those policies are now anchored into your agency. Mm -hmm. But you can you still need to maintain the relationship. You still need to touch base with that individual because that's where the referrals will then come from. Mm -hmm. And I would say also, kind of with that retention, when you do sell a life policy, people rarely move a life policy. True. You know, so I mean, they're involved, gonna, health's involved. Mm -hmm. You well, get you, older, it's going to get more expensive. Mm -hmm. Well, it's kind of like what you said there, Chad, was that every year you get a renewal from your car. That's going to go up. I guarantee it's going to go up every year. Your life, you've locked in at your age. You don't right. want to move it for that exact reason. It's, right. it's going to be as cheap as it's going to get for you. So Right. And then another thing that it leads to is revenue. I know we didn't mention that at the beginning, but as an agent, don't be afraid to work your current book of business. Mm -hmm. Remember, this is a service agency. So many people get caught up on the sale that they forget to provide the service. That old 80-20 rule comes into play for the agency as well. I bet if you went into your current book of business and just worked 20% of it, or 20% of it right now probably is generating 80% of your agency's value. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of opportunity in there. Don't be afraid to work that. Well, yeah, that constant contact, well, not constant, but regularly contacting your clients, there's always things that either they're doing. People, like you said, are starting new jobs having another kid, putting an addition on the house, everything like that, where these are all instances where not only are you looking for things on the PNC side, but on the life side. I put an addition on my house, home value went up. My original life policy I took out for that mortgage isn't the same anymore. Now I've got a second on there that I need to cover. So I think there's always times where we can sit down with clients and review and have conversations. And I think once they're comfortable with that and they're comfortable with you, they're going to start talking about more in-depth things. Ah, yeah, I probably should get a policy for that too, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. And don't just leave it at you. I mean, you run an agency. You probably have CSRs. You have an, yeah. other individuals. Those people may have more daily contact with your clients than you do. Get them used to asking, to talking to their clients, finding out what's going on. So I guess in summary, everybody in your agency is responsible for building bridges. It starts with the relationship. Hopefully that will lead to retention and then on into referrals. And your agency will just keep repeating that cycle. Hmm. All great stuff. Well, hey, thanks everyone for joining us today. Uh, we'll, we'll catch us next time. <laughs> yes, <laughs> let's stumble through that. Uh, catch us next time on uh, Life Chat and see you then. See you, everybody.